0: I'm Sam Dingman. And I'm Mac Montandon. And on our new podcast, The Rumor, we're trying to figure out if the Orioles faked a power outage in 1997. The answer involves Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., Hollywood Hall of Famer Kevin Costner, and a renegade cop who goes by Mad Dog. We're going to try to unravel this mystery before this mystery unravels us. Listen to The Rumor on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsored by WinBet. I want to be the
1: best. I want to be the best. Plain. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what tries
0: to be. Welcome everybody to Clutch Talk, the basketball podcast. On today's episode, we got who's making the playoffs in the East and the West. But before we get into that, I got to introduce my brother, Joseph. What's up, what's up, man? You already know what's going on, man. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it then, man. I'm going to go ahead and jump into first for the West. First seed for me, I got the Lakers. at Best record in the West right now at 32-7. and And I just feel like on a nightly basis, there's just nobody that's going to keep up with AD and LeBron. I think that team is actually insanely deep on the defensive end as well, too. Uh, with Dwight, I know Dwight making a comeback season right now. Mm-hmm. AD going crazy with blocks. And I think he's like third in the league or fourth in the league with blocks right now. uh. And I just think that the biggest downfall for the Lakers is going to be injuries just because like last year, I know AD missed 26 games due to injury. And this year, he's doing a lot a better job, a lot, a very better job with missing games. I know he's only missed three games this year, mm-hmm. but uh, that's who I got at first. Who you got first for the uh,
1: for the West, Joe? Uh, also, I'm going to go with the Lakers for his first seat. They, uh, Outstanding team chemistry off-court, which is often not recognized, but they they got great team chemistry right now. Uh, They've been balling out night in, night out. But as you said, the the biggest downfall right now is the injuries. Uh, LeBron, I think LeBron is doing load management. He's being very smart about it, but he just covered of injuries. (laughs) And AD, he is kind of fragile when he gets injured. Like, you never know when exactly he's going to come back, especially yeah. with the, the bruise sacral joint or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of scary to see as a Lakers fan, to see, like, your best big man uh, taking a downfall like that. But Might be our best player. Yeah. So, uh, y'all, y'all for sure got the, the lock. Yeah, y'all got that locked in. Okay. Yes,
0: uh, for... My second seed, I got the Nuggets. And only reason why I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate, people talking about Clippers. But only reason why I got Nuggets just because they got such a deep team. Like their bench is insanely deep. So like injuries won't affect them as much as it'll affect other teams. Like for example, if LeBron or AD got hurt like severely, man, like the Lakers are kind of over for the Nuggets. Not really. They got they got. Death in each position. And my, Michael Porter Jr. just had his first start the other day. 25 points on 11 for 12 from the field goal. So, if he could play out for that player he was supposed to be, then that they're going to be a scary, scary team. That's
1: crazy. Who 11, you got second? 11 for 12. That's insane, bro. But I think uh, for second, I think I'm going to go with my Clippers. I'm going to stay true to them. I think they are more concerned with who's better in L.A. than they are with like their actual... With their actual uh, potential, like they can they can be the best team in the league, I think. But oftentimes they just get caught up in the talk of who's who's the better team in L. A. You know, and they they lose focus. But they also have been battling some injuries. I know PG has the 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 shoulder injuries, and Kawhi is probably secretly uh, battling some injuries as well. That's why he's been taking a lot of load management. But I think overall, they if they just come together and get it like get that get that great bag they'll they'll be fine postseason.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh for my third, I got I got the Clippers. Even though right now they're in 5th at 27 and 13, I just can't really count out Kawhi, PG, Lou, Patrick Beverly, Doc Rivers, which is arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. I just can't really count them out like that and put them leave them in 5th or anywhere within the top 3. So, mm-hmm. I got them in third. Who you got in third?
1: Third, I got what you said previously. I got the Nuggets. The, the, I agree that that bench is something crucial. It's it's scary late in the game, and them boys just they come at you, and they young and they just fearless. So, I think I think third for sure for Nuggets.
0: Okay, okay. For my fourth, I got the Utah Jazz, which right now is on a nine game winning streak. Uh, right now they're twenty 27 and twelve and with the addition of Mike Conley which might might be one of the most underrated player for the past 10 years in the league mm-hmm. uh that that kind of given that little not a little boost they needed from last year and they also added Bogdanovich from the Pacers which is a 41% shooter from deep and i want to say they're a title contender but since they're in the west it just makes it so difficult with the clippers and the lakers and all these other teams but
1: who you got in fourth most dev uh I think fourth I would I wanna go with the Rockets over the Jazz. Not the not to count out the Jazz. The Jazz have been playing well. Uh Mike Conley's that he's a great addition. Bog Bogdanovich is as well. Uh he's outstanding from behind the three. But I think the Rockets, if they figure out how to play both the Westbrook and Harden and they get an equal amount of shots, I think they'll be uh very well off in the postseason, but Harden just got to stop taking so many shots, man. He, I mean, he he get his night in, and night out, regardless of who, what team he's playing. But I think oftentimes their biggest downfall is his like shot taking. Just chucking it up too yeah. much, him. Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's why I got Rockets at fifth. And before the season, I actually didn't. I didn't even know if I had the Rockets making the playoffs. <laughs> but that was kind of crazy. to me. that's James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. James Harden is having a ridiculous year, almost averaging 40 points per game. He's uh, right now he's at 37.7 and Westbrook is averaging 24.4. So I can't really count them out when it comes to the playoffs time uh, when it comes to making the playoffs, but when it comes to playoff times, I don't I don't know if the Rockets offense is really going to work just because I just feel like the defense is going to collapse on James Harden Come come playoffs and he's gonna kick it out to Westbrook, which is a twenty three percent shooter from deep, which is embarrassing. That might be one of the I think that's the second worst uh, three point percentage from the, in the league. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're gonna see when it comes playoff time, but I can't count on a forty four, almost forty points per game. So who you got in fifth?
1: Fifth, I got I got the Mavericks. I think uh, Luca is just gonna take him. He's gonna take him far. I think second round. If anything and um, I think the biggest concern with, with the Mavs is like they're big man. Like I think they're struggling to find that 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 key player in the who can just get it done in the post and and just grab boards uh consistently on a night in, night out basis. And uh once they find that I think they'll they'll be very hard to, to play against.
0: Yeah. See I I got I got the Mavs at six. I got the Mavs at six off the sheer force of Luka. Right now, Luka is absolutely playing out of his mind. At 20 years twenty years old, oh, averaging 29 points per game, almost 10 rebounds with 9.7, nine, nine assists. Those are MVP-type numbers. But I think I agree with Joe. I think there's two routes. I think the Mavs need – they have two routes, and they can either trade for Chris Tops for a real old-fashioned big because I think they got Chris Tops right now playing like a – a Joel Embiid type big, yeah. clashing in the paint when that's not what he do. He's more of a, a new era stretch big where he want to shoot and he want to be out, out.
1: Like Ilya Silver or something like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that the Mavs either gonna have to trade Kristaps for, a, like a Joel Embiid type big man that can run on pick and rolls with Luca all day and and clash at back a uh, clash at the rim.
1: Thanks.
0: Or they are gonna have to trade for another All Star or they could kind of hope that Tim Hardaway Jr. could figure it out. If he could figure it out then get that th- that third All-Star, I could I throw Mavs in the contender. Um who you got for 6, Joe?
1: 6, I think I think the Jazz. I don't want to count them out though. like I said earlier by Conley, he's, he's great. Great addition this season. Uh Bogdanovich, that boy got a <laughs> strap on him from 3. And I think you can't really count them out. Donovan Mitchell sometimes don't show up as expected, but I think postseason they'll they'll buckle down and figure it out.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, For my seventh, even though they're in ninth place right now in the league at record of 17 and 21, I got the Spurs. I think the Spurs are going to figure it out. I just I feel like my whole life I can't I've never seen the Spurs not be in the playoffs <laughs> so I can't really count out Demar Lamarcus Aldridge Greg Popovich Dejounte Murray came back this year mm-hmm. but I just we going we gonna see if they can figure it out but I I, sh- I sure hope they do because it, this would be the first time in my in my life that I ain't seen the Spurs in the playoffs if they don't make it so I'm hoping they clinch onto that seventh seed who you got in seventh
1: the Spurs Spurs. Yeah. I think the Spurs are will always be, they they are never talked about, but they always end up being in the playoffs somehow, and they always go somewhat far. So, I can never count them out as when Greg Popovich is the coach. So I got Spurs the seventh.
0: Okay, on the in the eighth, this one was hard for me, but I threw I threw Thunder in there. I threw Thunder playing way better than I don't think anybody expected this year mm-hmm. uh, with CP three. Uh, that kid, Shea Alexander, say Alexander, uh, Stephen Adams. I I really think that they're more gonna make. they more got the AFC due to how poor the rest of the West is playing. But I don't know. I I, I would throw the Thunder in the AFC. Who you who you got in the AFC, Joe?
1: AFC, I got I got Damon, the Blazers, man.
0: Oh, bold prediction! Yeah, I got Damon
1: That's bold. Uh, Why you got that? T- I say I say that me. because. Melo being the new addition, I think he's he's been very productive, uh, far more than we expected. Cause a lot of y'all called him washed and all that, but. <laughs> I mean, that, just the other night, that boy had like 17, 17 in the fourth quarter, which is like the most points scored. I think he he just beat uh, Kobe Bryant's record for the most points in a. Uh, in like a quarter, with, in like the closing minutes or something like that. So I think that's that's incredible, and him him being. That, veteran, yeah, that veteran. He's got a lot of leadership. Uh Can't count Dame out. Yeah, Dame, Dame for sure already had that that component, but just that extra, that extra piece that, that the young guys could look up to, I think is very, very like lucrative. And um, Dame, Dame and uh, CJ, Dame, Dame and CJ, they just been looking for that extra piece, and I think with the addition of Melo, they they gonna. They gonna figure something out. I
0: think it hurt when they lost Enes Canner too, because oh, yeah. last year in the, in the playoffs Enes Kanter was going crazy, yeah. and now Enes Kanter is getting played over there in Boston. He's barely <laughs> getting any burn over there. So, I mean, I don't know. I, that's a ball prediction, but okay, okay. <laughs> now we are gonna uh, juggle ahead, kick it off with first seed in the East. Go ahead, Josh.
1: First in the East, man. You got it. You can't. You can't give it to nobody else. Just the Bucks, man. Like Giannis getting it done every night. He's just supporting gas Is shooting great? Not not every night, because sometimes they shoot too many threes. But I think for the most part they are getting it done. And Giannis is even shooting a lot more too, which he uh, in past in past seasons he hasn't been very confident in the shot. But I think with him putting the work in off season, he's uh, developing uh, a more of an outside game rather than just inside just running down your throat every play. So we'll see how that turns out.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say. I agree, a hundred percent. The Bucks right now at thirty five and six with the best record in the entire league, mm-hmm. which is insane. But I I agree. I think sometimes they shoot way too many threes on the nights that they're clapping. Like they played the they had played the Lakers the other day and absolutely killed my Lakers with threes. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick. But <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Who you uh? Who you think who you got for second?
1: A second, I got the Heat. The Heat. Uh, yeah, I think. I think they can get it done when uh, Jimmy just stops <laughs> playing. He stops stooping down to these weak old players. Uh, that's a shot at T J. Warren. <laughs> um, I think they got they got more than more than enough talent to get to where they need to be. I think Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, them them guys just shooting lights out when they need to. And I think overall they could do something big if they just buckle down. You know what I'm saying.
0: Keep Jimmy out of trouble. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. You gotta, you gotta stop getting it into a scrub like TJ. You're way yeah. too valuable to the Heat to be getting suspended.
1: TJ Warren got neck braids. Come on. Bro. <laughs>
0: uh, I, at second. I got my, I got not myself. I got the Celtics. I think that Kemba was that leader that the Celtics been needing. I think that leader that that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's been needing. I know that Kyrie was kind of toxic in the locker room, and every time someone would shoot. He would he would be on him, <laughs> but I think th- this year Kemba is allowing everybody to shoot and was that leader that the Celtics needed and Celtics Celtics are in second place right now currently
1: in the East. So, I uh, yeah, at, at third I got I got the Celtics. So I think Kemba is a not necessarily a better leader, but I think he's a, the better leader for the Celtics for the for the young guys. I think Kyrie was often probably too hard on them. Cause they they're young and they don't they don't necessarily like know what's what's a good shot and whatnot and I think Kyrie being kind of older now in this generation I hate to say it but uh, I think maybe he was he was just too hard on them and they probably felt it was almost like toxic and whatnot but I th- I think he had, he did he didn't have anything in harm like as far as like trying to uplift them and better their game but they just they just kind of saw it. So.
0: This is kind of like <laughs> the situation where when LeBron was on the Cavs and Kyrie was young on the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, and, LeBron, and Kyrie had kept kept getting mad that LeBron, he felt like LeBron was disrespecting him, but I feel like LeBron I was actually, just trying to be that, that veteran to him, yeah. and that's what Kyrie did to the Celtics now. I think it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's the same, same thing. Yeah. Uh, in my, uh, for my third, I got the 76ers, and... You know, I know this is gonna be a ball prediction, but I think they could end up in second if they could trade Ben Simmons away for some scoring threat. And mm. this, hear me out, hear me out. Look, this is why I got it. I feel like if they could trade Ben Simmons, that team could actually work. I feel like that team with Ben Simmons, Al Horford, Joel Embiid is too clogged in the paint. Al Horford is the best shooter out of all three of them, so <laughs> I think I think that that's that right there is a problem. I think in today's era, you need to have a, a shoot, a scoring threat as a guard, and Ben isn't really unless he's driving to the hoop, unless he's playing downhill, he's not much of a scoring threat off any pick and roll. Any de- the defense could just sag and double ju- double Joel and st- instead of guarding Ben a, a, a anywhere beyond the three, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. I think I think that if the six if the Sixers could trade uh, Ben for uh, of course not not Apple for Apple but uh, if they could trade uh, Joel I'm if, no, sorry not Joel if they could trade Ben Simmons for Drew Holiday that would be that would be great if they could I heard the speculations of Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell that would suck for the Warriors but <laughs> that would be great for the Sixers. Uh, but who you got for fourth, Joe?
1: For fourth, I think. I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Sixers as well. Um, they gotta figure out. They gotta figure out how to mesh Joel and uh, Ben Simmons. I agree, but I think also Joel and Embiid is not often held accountable for his uh, workload. He's he's like one of the best big men in the league, and he's just not getting it done night in and night out. And I think once they figure out how to utilize him in the best, the best uh position, then. I think they can go far. Joe, Ben uh, Simmons also. He, that boy got to shoot more. He oftentimes he's just passing up good looks, and I think that hurts them as well. So once they figure out those two things, I think maybe they can get somewhere.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, and my fourth, I got the Heat, and that's a, that's a story of the, that's a story of the role players, mm-hmm. because you know Jimmy Jimmy gonna do get his. Jimmy gonna do what he gonna do. Yep. But Tyler Hero, forty percent from deep. Kendrick Nunn, thirty nine percent from deep. That white boy, Duncan Robinson, forty three percent from deep. And then bam, right now, Man averaging runs. averaging fifteen points and ten rebounds. I think that I think that team is scary and has scary amount of potential.
1: Yeah. Uh my this is fifth now, right? Yeah, fifth. Uh fifth, I'm I'm gonna stay with the the Nets. I think uh especially has been holding it down and uh with the addition of Kyrie just coming back from the so- shoulder injury, just coming out scoring like twenty five, I believe, I think the nothing nothing standing in the way to to getting that that, four okay, that four season. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, basically, basically Kyrie's gonna get it done.
0: Kyrie gonna do. Kyrie gonna get his. I agree. so yeah, I got I got the the Nets. I got the Nets in fifth, even though even though right now they're in seventh. In the, in the Eastern Conference at 18 and 20. But that's just everybody was hurt, like Joe mentioned. But now that Kyrie back, I know Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Lavert was doing the best they could to fill in for Kyrie. Yeah. But now that Kyrie back, he going to get his. He going to do a little behind the back, a little between the legs, a little get to the hoop, <laughs> a little fillets. But yeah, I think I got, the, I got the Nets at fifth. Who
1: you got, Six? Six, I got the Pacers. Um, I think... Victor Oladipo coming back will be uh, very – I don't know. It's going to be a big turning point, I think, if he comes back healthy and just playing to the player he's been playing up to. Uh, I think they'll be – they'll they'll impress a lot of people postseason, so we'll see where that gets them.
0: Yep, I agree. I, I got I got the Pacers in six as well. I got the Pacers in six because Victor Oladipo Victor comes back the – January 29th, Everybody tuning in for that. Miles My, Turner, you know he he gonna he gonna get his. He gonna he gonna hold down the paint in there. Yeah, and they and they added uh, Malcolm Brogdon, a forty percent shooter, a forty percent shooter from deep, plays great defense. And I think that once Victor comes back and him and Victor learn to mesh and play with each other, that's gonna that team gonna surprise a lot of people. I think in the in the playoffs. Right.
1: Who you got for seven, Joe? Uh, seventh, I got the, the champions, the former champions of the Raptors. Uh, they, they haven't been doing anything spectacular. I mean, obviously the loss of Kawhi Leonard, they, they only they got is Pascal and, uh, and Van Vliet just doing what they do. But outside of that, I haven't been really impressed with anything. but I can't count them out. They got the, they got a pretty decent, decent record. Uh, so I'll, I'll give them second to last seed, the seventh.
0: Yeah, I can't agree more. I'll have I'll have the Raptors in seventh as well. Just because you you can't count out champs out the out the playoffs. So and Pascal, he he gonna be there. He gonna get his. Mm. I don't know. He just got that big contract. Big 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 contract. <laughs> he got he got a bag. Hey, good for him though. But I mean, yeah, I can't I can't count him out. So I'll have him in seventh. Who you got in eighth?
1: Eighth, I got the Pistons, bro. I got the fish. I know Blake is out for the uh, remainder of the season, but I think if D Rose can continue to produce as as he has been uh, in the past few games. I think they'll be fine. The only thing is they they have to find like a a big missing link uh, as far as like someone who's gonna score um, outside of D Rose uh, getting in that paint and knocking shots down. But um, once they find a big that can produce just as well as Blake did, then I think they'll that'll be great. That'll be good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, for for my eighth, I, I I can't agree with that one. I gotta get the magic in there. Only because like the Pistons like lost Blake Griffin. That's one of their best players. Mm-hmm. But and then the magic they still got not not saying he's a boy or nothing, but Markel Foggs. Uh he's <laughs> he's fine he's finally playing, at least playing. So I mean that's good for him. They got Jonathan Isaac, which I think I think might be number two in the league right now in blocks and they got and they got Aaron Gordon, which he's not he's not having nearly as good as a year as he should be having. But I uh, but I still do think that you can by the end the end of the season they'll uh, they'll figure it out and be able to barely squeeze into that AC. What is, is the trade deadline? February six. Yeah,
1: let's see let's see if they get some trades or something. Let's Switch something up. I think Aaron Gordon need to get up out of there. Get up out Actually, of there. Yeah.
0: yeah, If they trade Aaron Gordon, then count then forget that, scratch that. They yeah. not. But I think that. That's more because due to how weak the East is, like they'll they'll kind of just get that spot yeah. because who else is going to get it? Maybe the Hornets with Thanks. Devontae Graham and Scary Terry, but mm-hmm. but we're going to see. Uh, but that's that wraps it up. Uh, that's both me and uh, my brother Joe. That's our predictions for the seedings for the East, uh, East and the West. Yeah, I sure. appreciate everybody tuning in, and we're going to be dropping weekly podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and Clutch Talk out, y'all.
1: After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. (laughs) Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I
0: think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.